welcome to In The Rising Podcast. And my name is Bettina. I'm your host. This is the platform from which I talk to you about living a life without the captivity of guilt and regret so that you can use your self-worth to live an empowered, independent, and free, fantastic, awesome life. I will start off by saying that I am not a licensed counselor, psychologist, or psychiatrist, but I am a healthcare professional and a student of life. I've been on this planet for over 40 years, and I've seen a thing or two, because I've done a thing or two, and I love, I love that commercial. But anyway, the entire purpose of today's show is to talk about questions. I think that this podcast will be eye-opening and heart-opening. That's my goal for you today. So I came across this book. It's a book that's actually intended for couples. It's called 469 Thought-Provoking Questions for Couples. And I am a person that's really nosy. And because of that student of life and loving to research and figure out what makes people tick, this book was something I naturally gravitated to. And I went through, you know, I got a sample on my Kindle through Amazon. And I went through the first couple pages and I thought, yeah, you know, I can buy it. And it was on sale. So the whole book was, I think, $1.99 or $1.59. It was definitely reasonable. But I love this book. Some of the questions are like, um, what is one challenge you face at work all the time? And it's a different kind of question, not how was your day and how did that project go? But just delving into something that you know, and this can be a couple question. It can be just a friendship, you know, a a close friend, best friend. What is something that really is a challenge to you that you view as a challenge? And a lot of us, when we are in relationships, we tend to know what some of those challenges are because we hear them. So I feel some of that question may be for the person themselves to realize it. Another question is, what are your top three personal values? Now, I did not like this question at first when I first heard about it, read about it, and, and listened to it on some other YouTubes because I didn't know how to answer it because I had so many ideas. But this question really helped change my life and how I interact with other people and how I interact and show some grace to myself. And so what are those values? Looking at what other people have value to them. You know, you hear about the company values and mission statements. And I, you know, I have been through many occupations and I have worked as this occupation as a physical therapist in many locations. And I read the values, but I could not spit off any of those values to you, right? Just off, offhand, because they sound very similar. But there's something about personalizing it. Like, what is your value as fill in the blank there, put in your name. What is your value? What is important to you? Is it time? Is it compassion? Is it I plan to love? Anything like that. Have we even thought about what we value? Or are we working on programming, just cultural programming, family programming, staying in our roles? I like that question. And then there's this other one. What do I bring to our relationship? So if you're in a relationship with someone... What do, you, what do I bring to this relationship? What excites you about it? What do you feel has been interesting? I like that question because if, if you 
are in a relationship and you ask someone and they have nothing to comment on, or you're looking at this question like, what what did they bring to my life? There is something to be thought about that. And that is the entire topic of today's podcast. The question is, what do I bring to your life? Or what do I bring to this relationship? And I'm going to take it out of this context of relationship as in a couple, but any relationship. And that can be mother, daughter, cousin, brother, sister, coworker, and in the context of a relationship. What do I bring to your life? Because that question made me stop for a moment. As I was scrolling through, still scrolling, y'all, and I was scrolling through and I thought, what do I bring to the lives of those around me? And what do I do on a personal basis? And what am I doing professionally? And what do I, what kind of impact do I really want to make on the people in my smaller circle? Because those people have their own circles and those circles have more circles and that's where the idea of influence comes in. And I thought about how we use the word influencer and this is, you know, 2020, we hear that word a lot. Are you an influencer? And I thought about this Netflix show that I just watched over the weekend about the failed fire festival down in the Bahamas and I found out that Ja Rule and his, I think it's see somebody, McFarland, paid Kendall Jenner $250,000 to make one post on Instagram. Why? Because she's an influencer. Because she has a very large following. And when she speaks or tweets or puts something on Instagram, people notice And it doesn't take a lot of work for her. But $250,000 to post something on Instagram. And that is a huge, a huge responsibility. Now, it's not her fault that this festival was negated. But this entire festival helped come into the consciousness because of one person who influenced the thought process, right? Everyone had to make their own personal choices and decisions about spending money to go do this. But it's just the idea. So I am definitely not that kind of influencer. But I am an influencer in people's lives. And as my occupation as a physical therapist, I influence people's ability to increase their quality of life their function, their ability to get out of bed and go to the bathroom without help or falling. There is a lot of dignity and self-independence that we attribute to the ability to go to the bathroom without someone's help. And that's what I do for a living. I help people be able to do that, that they can maintain their independence. And I would say for anyone that is in any sort of helping occupation of that nature, that's a huge influence. Because that means it's resources they're not having to use from other people. It's time. It's quality of life of, an in, of a person. That is a huge influence. So when I've worked with men and women who've got oozing wounds. And I've helped close them. I would say I'm an influencer. I would say I influence my son who's now able to make his own pancakes and do his own laundry. 
I have a lot more influencing to do because I need him to do that on a more regular basis. But I have this ability as a mother to influence. And we all have this ability to have a positive or negative influence. And just that power itself is huge. And what about these other people? Um, I found this question and it just made me think that emotionally, psychologically, and physically, we have to really build ourselves up so that we know we are building and influencing and impacting people's lives in a way that we bring something positive to their life, that we lift them up. Maybe that's lifting is an emotional or physical way, but we are lifting them up. But while we are lifting, it is good to stop once in a while and evaluate whether or not the person we are lifting is lifting us in our relationship or if they are anchoring us down Or worse yet, if they are digging a hole and letting us go into it. So we can be trying to lift someone up as they're trying to dig a hole to put us into it. And it is very good to evaluate where you stand with everyone. What do I bring to your life? And what do you bring to my life? I think that's a great question. I highly recommend this book. Uh... 469 thought-provoking questions for couples and there are so many more questions and yes yes there are questions relating to sex and living together and marriage and what would be the final clincher which I think is a good question to ask what is important to you so far as money really great questions because in that process Each person in that relationship gets to really evaluate what is important to them. So we don't continue to do the same things over and over and over again that kind of lead us to the same ending. And that ending can still be in a relationship that's unfulfilling. We want something that builds ourselves up and builds others up. That is a life without feeling captive by anything. Well, I know this is a short one, but I thought this was a good, I wanted to promote this book. This is just so, so outstanding. I love the questions and I really love that question, but I do know that all of our time is valuable and I appreciate yours. Go ahead, subscribe on this platform and leave a review. And that doesn't even involve words. You can even leave little stars. Drop a line by emailing me or you can go ahead and follow me on any of the platforms below. Let's keep building one another up.